Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're continuing on in the Gospel of Luke today, starting in chapter 8, verse 40. On the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus, because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jairus, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus was with him, he was surrounded by the crowds. A woman in the crowd had been suffering for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately, the bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. Everyone denied it, and Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realized she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Another interesting passage as Jesus' ministry becomes more and more in demand. I think it's interesting initially to point out what stands out to me is that as we look at parallel passages in the Gospels of Matthew and Mark, that Luke, being the doctor, does not record so much medical insight as Mark does. I think that's just interesting to point out. Mark, if you really want the details on what's going on with this woman, points out the most detail that this woman has been suffering with internal bleeding for 12 years. As we look at Jesus uh, becoming more in demand, this is both a good thing or a bad thing, depending on the way you want to look at it. On one hand, we have more people hearing about him, and they are coming to faith. And you would think that that is a tremendous thing, and that is. But on the other side, we have more people hearing from him, and having heard what he has to say, begin to plot against him. So depending on which way you look at it, it is both a good thing and a bad thing about Jesus becoming more in demand. It's interesting, too, that Luke points out that Jesus is welcomed as he crosses the sea because a lot of places reject Jesus outright, and Jesus leaves because he's not welcome. But here, these are crowds that are welcoming him back, and it's there's a couple of things that are worth noting as we look at this passage. First is that Jairus is doing what any reasonable father would do. He cares for his daughter. He knows that Jesus has the power and authority to be able to heal her, so he looks to her. Second thing worth pointing out, and this maybe is just a personal note, I don't know if I've ever completely and accurately and consistently said the name Jairus the same way throughout uh, my time in ministry, throughout the time that I've uh, looked at this passage. I've always, I think, said his name differently, which is, again, just a reminder, names are difficult sometimes. Just plow through it and you'll get there, and, and most people won't care. The interesting thing about Jairus is that he is a leader of the synagogue, which reminds us here that even though there are Pharisees and teachers of the law and synagogue leaders that do not like Jesus, that is not the case for every single one. Jairus is a man who maybe very likely recognizes that Jesus is the Messiah, which is why he turns to him in the first place. At the very least, he recognizes him as a great healer and is desperate to have his daughter healed. This passage also sets up a different encounter with Jesus and brings us to this woman with internal bleed. And I think sometimes we can take a look at this passage and say, well, what's the big deal? And that's because we live in a, the marvelous age of modern medicine, right? There are ways to treat and cure diseases that would have killed anyone in any other 
period of history, right? We have cures for diseases like leprosy and internal bleeding and hemorrhaging. And, um, you know, now with uh, the world that we're living in right now, mental health is becoming more and more of a thing. So there are treatments, there are ways that we can uh, look to improve the life and quality of health for people around us. But you have to remember that this is not the age that she's living in. These doctors, there's really no way for her to be able to be cured with this internal bleeding. And again, we have to point to Mark's gospel. If you want to take a look at this passage, it's Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 43. He points out that she has all out of options. She has spent all of her money on doctors, and they can't help her. They have put her through an incredible amount of suffering, and anything they've tried has failed. Jesus after feeling the power leave him, asks a pretty ridiculous question. Have you ever been in like a super crowded area where everyone's just pressing up against you? I live in Minnesota here, and I think especially like the sports stadium, many people uh, might have been to, there was a sports stadium called the Metrodome. And the doorways to get in and out of that stadium uh, to watch the Minnesota Vikings or the Minnesota Twins or any other event, they were really narrow. So there was really no way to go through those doors without being pressed into a human sandwich. It was really just a bottleneck. And for any of you who have been to a concert or a sporting event or any other large crowd, you will know what I'm talking about where it's impossible to not feel like you're being touched. So Jesus asking, who touched me? Simon Peter comes and says, like, are, are you kidding? Like, anyone and every one of these people have probably touched you. And Jesus is still after looking for this person who was healed. Eventually, this woman uh, falls to her feet, recognizing that as Jesus looks around, that she is not able to hide anymore and comes and confesses what she did, has done. And it's interesting, I think, to me here too, and this is the last point that we'll close for today's episode, but it's interesting here that Luke points out that the whole crowd hears her statement of intentions. This is why she was doing, this is her situation. They hear her testimony, and they also hear Jesus say that it is because of her faith that she is healed because uh, this, this faith, again, it matters who your faith is in. It doesn't matter how much you have. It matters who your faith is in, which is why he tells her that she's healed and that she can leave in peace. She still gets an encounter with Jesus, even though she wasn't looking for it. So the takeaway question for us today, in light of the whole context of this passage, what does this woman and Jairus, the synagogue leader, have in common? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.